Hello everyone, welcome to Honest Impressions where we talk about all animes, video games, light novels, visual novels, and everything in between. My name is PM and with me here today is the expert among experts about certain things that you might want to know, <laughs> Trainbang! Uh, let me be clear. I may know a lot, but I don't know everything. Let's just be honest. <laughs> but thank you for the introduction. It is greatly appreciated. Woo, crazy times we've been living in. Crazy times. Yeah. And what an appropriate episode topic we're dealing with today. Crazy people. Yes. With, <laughs> with everything that is going on in 2020 and what's what will happen in 2021, I think this topic is more appropriate now than ever before. And Maybe I, not. <laughs> and as you can hear on the background, we're going to talk about one topic and one topic for now. And that's going to be... <laughs> Yonder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god, this <laughs> Yep, welcome to today's episode of Yandere. Now, I will take back what I said. I did say we're talking about crazy people, but let me rephrase. It's so much more than that. It's not just it's not just being crazy. It's actually being passionate. It's being dedicated. It's being loyal. And with a hint of nutso, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if we talk about the Andres, it, well, they, they are the, some of the most, I mean, loyal people that you can have around, but... If, you wouldn't be wrong. You wouldn't be wrong. But if you betray them, that's where, go that's where we're going to have a problem. There, there, are, there are lines. That uh, loyalty itself is a is a seesaw bridge. Uh, we've we've seen over the last few years. Uh, we're distinctly speaking about anime here, but we've seen over the last few years several, if, quite a few yandere characters that have uh, explicitly been 120% loyal, and yet be absolutely vile in the betrayal in the pursuit of that loyalty. Uh, I will spoil and give an example of that a little later. I'm just going to say it. Albedo, I'll mention that. Ah, yes. But we're, we're going <laughs> to be talking about a lot of these things. We'll start with the trope itself. What is a yandere? Now, I'm not going to read anything. I'm going to speak this out from, uh, from the top of my head. The understanding of a yandere is someone who is uh, deeply passionate about their affections or desires towards a person or thing that it becomes borderline psychotic. Uh, that's putting it lightly, that's putting it generally, and putting it nicely. When a character, say, is fond of someone or something, their fondness of that thing is intense or gradually intensifies to the point of obsession. And this obsession can be, can start to show signs of violence or psychosis or other things, really, but mostly dangerous and mostly life-threatening or physically harmful 
more often than not psychologically detrimental to all parties involved. Uh, there's a lot of psychology that goes in there, but we're going to tackle a few characters and use them as an example. So, uh, let's start with UPM. Who <coughs> is your uh, most well-known Yandere character? Hmm. Well, as, as you mentioned a while ago, it's gonna be, one of them is going to be Albedo. Mm, very good choice. We'll start with Albedo then. Now, what do we know about Albedo? Alright, so um, a few things. Albedo is the head guardian of, of Nazarik. Um, and this is from Overlord, by the th way. This is from he's, she's from Overlord, by the way, yes. And... And Momonga back then, which is now Iron Soul Gone, reprogrammed her to be deeply in love with his character. After, right. Before uh, he was transported on, into another world. Let me give you all some context here. Uh, the Overlord storyline takes place in a video game world, which is then transferred into an alternate universe world. So it's a game in... It's a game inside a fantasy world. Yep. So the main character, Momonga, he's a, he's a guy like us. He's playing a game. He's playing a video game. But the game is shutting down. And when the game shuts down and he's still in the game, he wakes up. He is the character that he plays in the game in his uh, in-game world, in his in-game castle. But the thing is, his in-game castle is now in a separate world entirely, which is a fantasy world. So it's uh, if you're familiar with the term Isekai, which is the transfers of another world he got double isekai into a game <laughs> world his game world isekai into another no world, world entirely uh prior to that happening though before the shutdown of the game he was rewriting the <laughs> programming and the data of the ai the art uh, the artificial intelligence npcs non-playable characters in that game albedo being the uh voluptuous head of uh, head guardian of the four guardians mm -hmm. really pretty really hot who was originally written to be a bitch, but he and rewrote. And <clears throat> for uh, forgive me, Twitch, for saying this, but I'm going to spell it anyway. An S L U T. I'm going to say the word because uh, no, <laughs> I have no shame in saying it. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and in Japanese, the connotation when you say bitch is usually meant for someone of that promiscuous nature, but. And he rewrote that and turned her into someone who was desperately in love with Momonga. I, I think he, he wrote it as deeply in love with Momonga. Quote-unquote quote Momonga. Unquote. Yes. So when the game world became real, that, re <laughs> that rewriting he did in the AI became real. And so she became desperately in love with his character, with him. Yeah, he could ask her to do anything, and she'd be loyal to a fault. She would do it in a heartbeat. I think no questions asked. I think also Shaltier as well. We can we can also classify her as a oh, absolutely, as a absolutely. <laughs> uh, but I think that was uh, that was that was already programmed in there. Albedo yep. was a unique case because she wasn't one at uh, first, and but then yes. Using Albedo as an example, whenever. Ainz uh, would get attacked or engage in combat and she was present, she would lose her mind at the fact that they would even attempt to harm the one she loves. And she even blew a guy's head off with an axe. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. With a rock. She blocked with an axe. And then uh, 
at one uh, in in another point in the story, this is a huge spoiler. This is way 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 further on to, further into the story. Her loyalty to Ainz was so deep that when she saw him get mad over an intrusion in his castle, ah. she couldn't stand the fact that he was so despaired over it that she ordered the execution of the people that Ainz was looking for, which were his <laughs> friends. She would rather that they be killed before they see him so that they would never have to end up hurting his feelings ever again. That's that's a betrayal, but also absolute loyalty. That's that's the kind of thing a Yandere is. They go so far just for you. Now, if I'm going to step out of the anime uh, perspective for a moment, I'm going to give a Western example. Hmm. PM, have you seen Fatal Attraction? Fatal Attraction. I've heard of it, but I haven't actually seen it. It's a it's a some it's a somewhat of an old movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael Douglas, Glenn Close. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn Close plays this woman who falls in love with Michael Douglas, mm-hmm. and she becomes desperately in love with Michael Douglas. Wow! To the point that she does horrible things when he starts to uh, avoid her. She is. The connotation of the Western Yandere. Mm. I mean, there are other examples, sure, but she was it. Because so many things she did in that movie were absolutely horrid, terrible, horrific things that she did just to prove that she loved him. To the point that she, you know, they had a pet rabbit. Mm-hmm. They were looking for the rabbit. Mm-hmm. She put it in the stew pot and cooked it. Huh? Yep. You mean, wait, wait. Michael Douglas has a pet rabbit. In that movie, yes. In that movie. And she put it in a stew pot and cooked it. Oh. And they found it in the stew pot. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. She did that. All because she loved him that much. So it gets violent. It gets intense. And it gets really creepy. Because she's absolutely desperate. Um, There are other movies like this, like Single White Female. That's another one. Another one of the older ones. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're going to leave. I just wanted to leave those examples. Uh, there are f- there are a lot more. Basic Instinct is a Yandere movie. It's Basic a sexy Yandere movie, but it's a Yandere movie. Mm-hmm. She's technically a Yandere. She's a serial killer, but yes, she is absolutely Yandere. Mm. Um, Sharon Stone, if I if I if you need context. Okay, okay. But we're gonna go back down into the 2D world now. We've used oh. Albedo as an example. Man, all of, uh, all of this talking of Yandere is giving me. A- <laughs> I can't believe that there's actually um there's actually western movies that uh, uh that's um that well that's it's a real things. psychological condition obsession is uh, be, becoming an uh, one of the things about a one of the personality traits of a yandere mm. is obsession uh psychosis mm-hmm. becoming a stalker kleptomania uh I think all of this invasion of privacy. I think all of the, I think all of the SIMP of Pokemon can can be considered as. I won't generalize a group because yeah, no, 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 I mean, some of them actually, some some of them because, um, when that's the problem with social media is that. Those cater- those characteristics, yeah. they can apply to anyone, right? Oh, now. oh yeah. I mean, 
back then mm-hmm. when you didn't have social media the most you would know about a person that you liked was from a newspaper the magazines or tv mm-hmm. so you'd know someone was absolutely you know someone would have a problem and say you entered their house it was nothing but pictures of that single person mm-hmm. they got locks of their hair in ziplocs mm. they have collections from their garbage they wear the same clothes they try to dress like them there's so many characteristics mm-hmm. that encompass what would be considered a yandere but we're going to tackle the specific trope of the the romantic yandere <laughs> the one who loves you yandere what makes them tick what why are they that special um If our audience is familiar with a classic fairy tale romance story by the name of School Days, uh, which absolutely had a happy ending, <laughs> can we can we say that it's a happy ending? It had nice boats. Yes, it has nice nice boats. But can we consider it as a happy ending? The game. If depending on the ending of your game, sure. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, stop talking now. <laughs> All right, let, let's let's go into context here. Uh, this is a little raunchy. School days uh, is about a guy named Makoto Ito. He's a reserved, quiet guy. He's shy. He's he's kind. He's you know, he he's he's a dweeb basically. He doesn't know how to react again around women. He doesn't know what to say. He has no masculine sense. But he makes friends with a lady named Sekai, who uh, apparently does have a thing for him. But he has a thing for someone else named Kotonoha, beautiful, long-haired lady. Now, it gets interesting at the point where, despite her feelings for Makoto, Sekai offers to help Makoto find the you know find the courage and the strength and the. In- intelligence and the knowledge to express himself properly with Kotonoha that way you know he could be he could achieve his uh, his dream of finally speaking to her and maybe develop something more which he is able to achieve with Sekai's help and it turns out it wasn't unrequited because Kotonoha herself felt the same way She knew that he was there every time they rode the train in the mornings going to school. And it was sweet, a loving relationship, which proceeds to escalate in various many ways on so on and so forth. But it gets crazy because with Sekai's tutorship, you know, of, of being his best friend and teaching him how to be the man that makes the decisions, she decides to bed the guy. Oh. Knowing full well that he's with someone else, but she does it under the guise of "I'll teach you how to be successful in bed," so to say. Success. <laughs> yeah, you know, so he could express himself. I'm, I'm generalizing the plot here, but that's basically it. That's basically so she sleeps it. with him, so that he knows what to do if he ends up sleeping with Kotonoha, which he does. Now, crazy shit happens. Yes, remember, she's in love with him. But he's in love with the other girl. <laughs> crazy shit happens. It's a crazy love triangle, and mm-hmm. and, and have, have you, you mentioned it a while ago when we talked about this that <clears throat> he did it on other with other girls too, right? Oh well, depending on the flow of the story uh, in the game, <laughs> yes. But in the anime, they chose the worst possible story route that Makoto could ever take. He doesn't have to be that kind of an asshole. 
in the in the anime they made they made him go through the asshole route. Where after sleeping with Kotonoha and Sekai, he does end up gaining the uh, the cojones uh, and the masculine confidence, so to speak, that he needs to end up uh, bedding other women. You know, he becomes attractive to so many people. <clears throat> he became a playboy. And he became a super playboy. And that was bad because he was yeah. he he was he was trash as a human being. He was absolute trash. <laughs> yep. In, in the way the story flowed in the anime, mm-hmm. and it got so bad that Kotonoha ended up depressed. Um, that Sekai herself was losing her shit, losing mm-hmm. her mind mm-hmm. to the point that she was telling Makoto, "Hey, I'm pregnant with your child." <sighs> Whether it was true or not was revealed at the end of the series, but he refused to uh, acknowledge that. To a point that she breaks into his home, tells him that she's there, and when she can't, f- when he can't find her, he turns around and there she is, charges at him with a knife, stabs him <laughs> repetitively, just because he wouldn't love her the way she loved him. So she proceeds to stab him over and over and over to the wonderful music, to wonderful song. Hey, PM, mm. uh, do you mind playing that song in the background just so people can hear it? What music? What I'll, music? Let me get the link for you. Hang on. Oh man, we we definitely oh uh, just we de- we definitely earned that explicit tag now. Oh yeah, don't worry. It's me you're talking to. It's always explicit with me. <laughs> All right, let's. I want you to play this just a little bit. You know, maybe uh, fifteen seconds of the intro, just so people know what that song was because it's a it's a heavy impact song. This music plus the stabbing. Yep. It's very melancholic. It's very heavy. Mm. Stop at 15 seconds. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We just finished. Right. So that song plays, and you can feel the heaviness in the air. Makoto yeah. is obviously dead. And uh, the last thing he does as he lay there dying with Sekai on top of him, stabbing him over and over and over mm-hmm. and over in the back, in the mm-hmm. stomach, in the chest, mm-hmm. everywhere, is that he just caresses her stomach with bloodied hands. And she's freaking out over the whatever uh, what it is she's done. That the next thing you know, um, she meets up with Kotonoha by the docks as to settle things once and for all. But Kotonoha... Her psychosis has gotten to a point where she's content. She would be content to be with Makoto regardless of what Makoto chooses mm-hmm. or whoever he chooses to be with as long as she's there. <laughs> yeah, she's that. She's turned into that type of yandere, the mm-hmm. obsessed mm-hmm. yandere. Sekai was a yandere but in the betrayed sense. She was willing to go with whatever Makoto was into mm-hmm. but, she, but he turned her away. Full betrayals like that don't go unpunished. In the sense of Kotonoha, Makoto may have betrayed her, but it to a betrayal that was it was a betrayal that broke her to the point that she said, "It's okay if you betray me as long as I'm still there with you and that you're still with me." So, different variants of the same type of classification. At the end of the show, Sekai and Kotonoha, two women in love with the main character, they confront each other. She knows that Sekai says she was pregnant, and all hell breaks loose. <clears throat> Sekai attempts to kill Kotonoha, but she stopped because Kotonoha anticipated the move 
and slashes her neck open. <clears throat> and then she has a monologue, but at the very end of it, because she was not content without the knowledge, she wanted to find out if she was really pregnant. And she tears open her stomach. <clears throat> and then her last line was, her last line to Sekai was, I knew you were lying. <laughs> and then you could see her later on with a carrying the duffel bag that Sekai had. So apparently inside it had uh, Makoto's head. And she's lying down on that boat with the head of Makoto in her arms. <clears throat> the end of the series. Oh my god, they definitely own that. <clears throat> we definitely earned that. Is it tag now? Oh god. <clears throat> oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, <sighs> let's go on to another character. Have you seen Elfin Lead? I actually wanted to watch that anime, but seeing how much the <clears throat> how much gore it has, I actually no, I ha I don't, I actually no. You know the description I gave the school days was me being nice. <laughs> Elfin Lead is far worse. I, actually, <laughs> I, I know, I know. Elfin Lead but... is far worse because I've actually seen a couple of scenes of Elfin Lead where she, um, <clears throat> sorry for Pick the word. Pick a word. Pick a word. She's probably done it. Tear apart. Tear them yes. apart. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, yes, 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 yes to all of the above. Um, I'll tell you a story about that. We, my family and I, mm -hmm. watched it as a family thing. The whole family, mm -hmm. my mom, my dad, my sister, myself, we watched it as a family from episode 1 to 13 all the way to the end. Wow. Yeah, we did. On my idea, and they all watched it. They <laughs> found it intense. They found mm -hmm. it shocking. But at the same time, they were, they were intrigued because the story was good. I mean, it ended in a, in a single season, but the story was good. Mm -hmm. uh, for context, Elfin Lead is about a character named Lucy. Doesn't uh, Lucy, Lucy have a um, multiple, multiple personality disorder? Or am I just she wrong? Developed a, uh, she developed a split, a split personality. personality. Yeah. Because right. at the beginning of the, the, beginning of the anime... Um, at the start of the anime, she is seen, she's tied up. Well, no, she's not tied up, per se. But she is uh, bound in a cell with a metal, with a steel metallic helmet. Her arm, her whole body is just bound like a mummy. Mm -hmm. And then somehow, something happens that locks are released and she's able to get free. And she proceeds to make mincemeat of everyone in her way, regardless of how armed she is. Now, she's buck naked throughout this entire sequence. She has the helmet on. You can't see her face, but she's buck naked throughout the series. Um, the art is just superb. The characters are cute, but the gore fest, oh, fantastic. So she's making her way. Security guards are trying to stop her opening fires and shooting guns. Bullets do nothing. They they don't even touch her. Yeah, I actually saw <laughs> that. I actually saw that scene in YouTube. Man, how powerful she is! And yeah, oh man, how oh, the, and, and how her ruthless. powers are explained too. Is uh, toward the beginning, you don't know how she's doing, and she's just ripping apart people left yeah. and right. Yeah, she uh, 
She crushes a guy by twisting, twisting him to pieces. She, she cuts off a guy's arm, cuts off a guy's leg. Huh? She takes a ball pen and sends it into a guy's head like a projectile weapon. <sighs> and then rips a guy in half in so many other ways. And the cute secretary just delivering her coffee gets in the way of the shootout. And she has no idea what's going on. She gets up, and seconds later, her head is twisted off her body. She's dead before she even realizes it. And Lucy uses her corpse as a human shield. Just catching bullets. The only time she stopped is when someone, armed with an anti-tank rifle, shoots her in the head, sending her falling into the ocean. It breaks the helmet. Mm -hmm. But when she wakes up, she wakes up on the beach and she's naked and unable to speak. She had she has no knowledge of what she has done. She has mm -hmm. no knowledge of what she's she's been through. Mm -hmm. All she can say is new. Mm -hmm. Now, she's that's where the split personality comes in because of the trauma. She's both new and the woman known as Lucy. So. Oh, so that's yeah, when, uh, so that's what that's the part when she developed a split personality. Yep, that's uh, pretty much uh, how it begins. Her, the Lucy name is not even her real name. Mm. It's a name that they gave her. Mm. Uh, Lu I think, uh, if I remember correctly, Lucy is reminiscent of the... Remember the Lucy movie? Yeah. It's, it's reminiscent of that because Lucy was supposed to be... Uh, Lucy is the... Uh, the how, what, what was this? What was the word for it? Super AI. Um, <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, she was the first discovered. Uh, she was a, she was discovered type of species of human of human uh, of humanity, so to speak. She was uh, one of the origins of man. She's part of the origins of man study. Mm. That it was from the study of the Lucy fossil that we learned so much about what we are as human beings. Mm. She's like the next step in human evolution, so to speak. And Lucy was named aptly named that. Her original name, from what I remember, was Kaide. Kaide. Now, what makes her a yandere? Well, her yandere tendencies come from the fact that she is loyal to the character she meets up. At least a character she meets up during the course of the story, named Kota. Now, she has a past history with the boy. She knew the she knew the guy when they were kids. And when they met up again, they met up again as new. And then when she regained her memories of Lucy, they remembered each other again. And she really loved that boy. But as a child, she was also responsible for murdering the boy's entire family. Oh. Wait, it's not because the, when they're when they're little, I'm I think I saw a clip she, of, she, of the She of, was jealous. Yeah. Of her, of the boy's sister, she was jealous of the guy's dad, so she just slaughtered everyone in that train. Everyone. Oh, that train. Yep. Right. And it traumatized the boy so much he can't remember what happened. Mm -hmm. And when they found each other again in the future, mm -hmm. to protect him, you know, she went again. She went ahead and started murdering more people. Uh. And. and She's capable of doing that. Her powers, by the way, are called vectors. They're like they're like super long, invisible hands mm -hmm. that move at uh, super high frequency. So they're capable of cutting most things. 
and dismembering most things cleanly. She was in she was in love and loyal to Kota, but because of the fear of betrayal in her mind, she snapped and ended up ending up killing the boy's family. But she was so guilty over that that all she wanted was to be with him again to make things right. Despite everything. Despite everything. Yeah. But it, 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 a lot happens in that story. It gets really crazy. So that's what can we uh, what can we derive from the examples in school days and in Elfin Lead. Yandres, if we're talking about the romantic Yandres, their characters and they're not bound by gender. You know, they're not bound to just be a lady. Yandere can be a man or a woman. They're they're passionate. On the bur- uh, on the uh, on the brink of psychosis. I think the perfect, for a thing or person. I think the perfect example for this is the uh, Meriwether comic, where a meliandere falls in love with a femaleandere. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's an ex- that was a, that's a very good example. Yeah. Um, if you're streaming, do you, oh, I'm not sure if we're allowed to show that on stream though. But no, no, no. It's, uh, it's okay. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm, right, not uh, I'm not actually going to show it because. Okay. And we, we may get copyright strike. But right, right. Check, Acknowledging uh, check it's Mer- Meriwether's comics. Yes. It's it's a short, a couple of pages only. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, female Yandere character is obsessed with this male character. She loves him. She absolutely adores him. She. She keeps notes. She, she knows. You know, she stalks the guy without knowing that the guy stalks her in turn. <laughs> They're both equally creepy for each other. Yep. Like she broke into his house to invade his home to find out more about him, steal some stuff, mm-hmm. maybe you know, because stalker obsession ways. And she finds that inside his house, he was the same way. He has nonstop photos of her sprawled all across the room he was equally obsessed with her as he was with him and she did not know what to make of it oh but he was aware of it <laughs> did he know that she was a yandere i don't think he did i, no, I don't think they they both know that they're, they're, they're equally under it yeah it was, it was a very good con uh, a very good concept because, bo- because both of them are clueless on whether the guy, whether the, the guy or the girl is in love with another character, so and that's a, that's actually a perfect balance on whether, um, uh, well, on whether the no, when, when, <clears throat> whether they know or not. That's well, it. the 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 thing is, oh. I, I can't I can't generalize Yandere characters. It's 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 impossible to do that. Um, there is a trope, a generalized trope of a Yandere character, as you say in Meriwether comics. It's someone who's in love with you and is willing either to kill you or kill for you. That's the generalized, tro- uh, generalized trope. Is they love you so much they will kill you, or they love you so much they will kill everyone else just to be with you. Or it's or another one where they're so in love with uh, they're so in love with you that they they're willing to kill themselves. Kill themselves. That that's 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 definitely part of it. There's so many aspects of that. There's some. It, it's a very deep psychological uh, read into what makes a yandere character. Um, with Sekai and Kotonoha, there was so much buildup, so much buildup into what drove them to that level of madness. I I skimmed through a lot of it, but those characters did not have to end up the way they did 
if certain things were not done or certain things were not said. Um, in the case of uh, Elfin Lead, her past trauma was what led Lucy New Kaidif into becoming what she was. Uh, I'll give another example, a famous example. Higurashi no Nakokoroni. <laughs> which now, by which um, the, the, our background music <laughs> has a lot of... And this one's interesting because a lot of characters here are Yandere, but they're not. some of them are not intentionally Yandere. It's because um, of the situation. Not just the situation. Just the situation. It's the illusion. There, there is a, there's a, uh, there's a story, there's a story hook in Higurashi that makes one appear as a yandere, and it turns out they aren't actually yanderes. But yes, they all have yandere tendency. Uh, the most prominent of all, if I were to use an example, is Ryu Gurena. In the first, if you watch the original anime or read the original manga, in the first few chapters, uh, Ryu Gurena is the best friend. Of uh, Keiichi, if I remember his name correctly. Was it? Yeah, it was Keiichi. Uh, Keiichi. Man, that, there's these these yonder these uh yonder anime males. They're either Makoto, Koichis, Keiichis, or Kyosukes. <laughs> <laughs> frequently enough, frequently enough. Um, so Ryogarina is the best friend, you know, and. She's she comes off as a potential love interest for the main character. Mm -hmm. They're sweet. She's adorable. She's cute, and she's very affectionate. She's very loving, and the guy is willing to go through such lengths for her. But as the story progresses, she starts showing off tendencies of a little of psychosis. When he starts to learn that uh, horrible things happened in their quaint little village. Uh, there was a murder that happened, that parts of the body are still missing. And when he starts to ask about it, she starts responding in shouts like, nothing happened. Or, you're a liar. You know, she screams it and yells. Uh -huh. it, it progressively gets worse and worse and worse. Uh -huh. That uh, to the main character, to Keiichi, it's like, why aren't my friends telling me anything? Why are they shutting up? Every time I bring it up, they just shoot me down. Uh-huh. I'm I'm getting left out. Did they know something? Did something happen? Something happen here that uh, nobody told me about? And he learns that another student by the name of Satoshi, who transferred into the village like he did, disappeared and was rumored to have been murdered in a similar fashion. So he starts to develop a level of paranoia that uh, freaks him out. That he ends up trying to defend. You know, he uh, becomes distant. He becomes cold. But as he becomes distant and cold. Those friends of his, Mion, Rena, they start showing sides of things. Now, why are you pushing us away? Why aren't you? Why aren't you telling us anything? Why you know you're lying? And, you know they're, they're saying it in cold, cold uh, phrases mm -hmm. to the point where he, they start breaking out into hysterical laughter in the beginning. That we know when you're lying, you can't lie to us. You can't hide to us, hide from us. We're all we always know. And then he starts getting paranoid, starts freaking out. What if his friends were the murderers the whole time? They knew about it. They didn't tell him. What if he's next? He has no idea. So he's, he's getting crazy. He's going crazy. He's, lo he's losing his shit. And some of the points that occur that freak him out uh, are when he gets delivered uh, ohagi, which is a uh, Japanese snack. Mm -hmm. And 
because he kept lying about what he knew, what he was discovering, that he was working with the police. He was lying about all of those things. And there's this uh, thinking about uh, if you tell a lie, you swallow a, a thousand needles. Mm -hmm. So you start, you know, they give yeah. him a hoggy, like a friendly gesture. He takes a bite and he finds there are needles in it. Oh. And it's in, uh, it, was, it was horrible. Mm -hmm. And he starts to freak out so much that at one mm. point he's talking to the cop. And then he doesn't realize it. But apparently, Rina was actually in the house listening to his whole conversation. And he didn't know it. So he, he starts losing his shit. Um, Everyone she tries to break into the break into his home uh -huh. and he bashes her fingers in the door to the point that they're almost broken. And all and she's just standing outside the standing outside his house saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Repetitively over and over and over and over and over. And it gets so horrifying that they're yander because they want to be close to him. They want to be with him, but they're pushing him. Uh, he's pushing them away. That they that he keeps lying. It's like there's a, it's a betrayal left and right, right? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the chapter, Mion and Rina are in his house treating him because he wasn't feeling well. Mm -hmm. And what he sees is them pulling out syringes, and they're about to inject him with something. And he has this fear that they're about to kill him. Mm -hmm. So re he reacts. He takes his baseball bat. And beats the hell out of the two girls. He beats them dead. Broken bones, cracked skulls, the works. Sadly, he ends up dying anyway because he claws out his own throat. Ugh. A minor spoiler there. Everything he saw with them going crazy, mm -hmm. an illusion. An illusion. It was, it was the curse mm -hmm. of the town that was messing mm -hmm. with his brain. Mm -hmm. And that's what drove him to kill them. But Ryugurina, despite all this, is a legit yandere. And even though he saw them as trying to be, uh, you know, being yandere towards him, mm -hmm. in one chapter, she actually does go full yandere and starts killing people. She does, of her own free will. Uh -huh. Well, because of the curse, but uh -huh. she does. Uh -huh. And it doesn't, uh, no doubt that she has the tendency, she has it in her to become that. Uh -huh. Oh, hello, Dougie. <laughs> so that's an example of... Uh, that's both loyalty and betrayal in Yandere. Uh, uh, there were uh, hints of romantic. There's a hint, but of, there's a hint of ro romance in their actions. Mostly obsession, but yes. not, in the, not in a romantic sense. It's more of the obsession of what of uh, owning of owning the person. That's Not really owning, but more of the uh, owning... Owning a lie or a truth, because you didn't want—they didn't want him to know. Mm -hmm. But he wanted to know, and the more he learned, the more afraid he became, mm -hmm. which drove him into insanity. Mm -hmm. Keichi, in his own right, became a yandere, but a yandere that pushed people away. Okay. So, again, <sighs> yandereism is a very deep topic. There's yeah. so many aspects to it. it yeah. There's many forms. <laughs> Uh, I would recommend the anime Happy Sugar Life. They're all over it. I mean, the main character herself, she seems like such a cute and sweet girl. But when the when the switch is flipped, oh, she she goes. Happy Sugar Life. Happy sugar, happy sugar Life. Just, just just YouTube it and you'll see. I, she loses her I, I think I already saw a clip of that. It's 
Why does it always? Uh, why oh why is some Andres always had the pink hair? Oh, that that that's an interesting trope. Uh, the other, the only other one I know is Gasayuno from Mirai Nikki. Yeah. Ah, she's the she's the face of Yandere. Uh, she's the so-called queen of Yanderes. And there's a reason for that because everything she has ever done was for the man she loved. I think she also killed her past self. Just, yep. Just, just for the there. man she loves. Just just to make sure that you know she gets. Her wish of having him in some way or form, mm-hmm. um, and it will. And the story is, it's, it gets really twisted because when he, when she, when he, uh, when Yuki, uh, Yuki, when Yuki gets really, uh, you know, distant from her because of her obsession. When she start, when he starts to freak out over, mm-hmm. she gets psychotic and violent, like just a ba- like to the point that. You know, if you, you if you go with me, you live. But if you stay with them, you'll die. You know, she gives ultimatums, and but she really loves the guy. She definitely loves the guy. That nothing will stop her to get the guy she loves. And he does eventually respond to those feelings because Yuno's affections are legitimate, no matter how twisted they are. She really does. Love Yuki. The problem with Yuki, well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tackle this in a few moments. Um, she loves him to a fault. That she would do anything Yuki wanted because she loved him that much. Mm-hmm. And at the point where Yuki was uh praising Gasayuno for her skills with the knife, she was so enamored and so so elated that nothing could touch her. She was knife god. I want I'm, I'm she was blocking blades left and right like it was nobody's business. Nothing could touch her. Yeah, she was so happy that she was being praised. Actually, and, that's that's one of her well, that's one of the things that made her fall in love with Yuki, right? The way uh he praises her in regards because to, he was honest with her. Yeah. You know, he 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 was he was honest with her despite everything. He uh and he liked her. He did like her. Mhm. Uh-huh. But here's the thing about Yanderes. Yanderes exist because of the character or thing that they love or they, that they so passionately desire. And it's not limited to persons. It's lim- it's, it can be anything. <laughs> Yagami Light from Death Note is technically a Yandere considering how far he would go for his belief and passion for justice. I... His his obsession was with justice, but not with a particular person. But I think the um, who was the love interest of? Uh, what was uh, her name? Uh, the other Death Note user. Yeah, there's actually four Death Note users. Uh, mo- but most, but aside from Light, who is the main, who's the main user. Who's the owner of the Am- Death Am- Note? Was it Amane Misa? Amane Misa, I think is yeah, yeah, Amane Misa. Mm-hmm. I think um, Misa Amane, the, the rest pop star. Of, yeah, the rest of the Death Note users are his followers. He's a followed. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Later, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love that comic. Um, so 
we've tackled di- yanderes, different aspects, different types. We didn't, we couldn't really go too much into the depth of what makes a yander. That requires a skill in psychology, which I am sadly unequipped with. But I can talk about no, it. It's mostly, you know, what the builds, the stats, the cl- it, the classifications. It, since it um, goes be. Actually, it goes beyond basic psychology. It's actually, if you're going to analyze the behaviors of Yanderes, you're going to need a clinical psychologist or maybe a psychiatrist to talk about how deep a Yandere can go in regards to their obsession. Because it's not there's, just... It's not just uh, there's always a stemming source, though. Yes. A stemming source for what makes a character a Yandere. Mm-hmm. It's usually a trauma mm-hmm. of some sort. Um, if I'm going to, I'm going to give one more example. One of my favorite examples is, uh, do I remember name? Was it Furukawa? I'm trying to remember. No, no, it's Fuyo. Yeah, that's right. Her name was Kaide Fuyo. Is Kaide Fuyo from Shuffle. Oh, I, right. We talked about this in the in the uh, a few a week ago. Yes, you know, uh, off yeah, stream. Yeah. Uh, Fuyukaide from Shuffle is at the very beginning of the Shuffle game and anime. She's the sweetest, sweetest thing that you you could ever lay your eyes on. She's very nice. She cooks. She cleans. She does everything. She's and even though you know before you can say oh she's being stereotyped into a certain role no. She does. She's doing that because she wants to do it, and there's a deep underlying reason why she's doing all of that: the the housework, the laundry, the cooking, and she's absolutely devoted to Suchimi Rin, the main character, the main male character. Mm-hmm. In the very first, in the beginning of the episode, she knocks on his door. She wakes him up, tells him that breakfast is ready, and that it's his favorite. And he makes, you know, he makes jokes. Like, it has to be onions from this and that. It has to be this, you know. But she apparently did all of it. You know, and, and you think he was being, you know, a demanding person, but he was apparently kidding. He goes on to say, uh, you know, you could make a mistake once in a while or mm-hmm. you, you, you don't have to go that far. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help. And then she says, no, my entire existence is for Rin only. So apparently that's her... In the first, in the beginning, you think, "Oh, she's just a sweet childhood friend." Oh boy, were we wrong! <laughs> oh, boy, she in the first few, the first half of the series, she seems like that. She's sweet. She's nice. She's kind. She's the school idol. She's everybody likes her. She's she's very affectionate to Rin and devoted to Rin. Mm-hmm. That she will not look at any other male. And you, and you think, "Oh wow, why typical cutesy waifu material?" Fine, fine. And then we get to the last few episodes. Holy shit! <laughs> is that because it's the, infam- the infamous scene in Shuffle in the last yes. few episodes. Yes, it is. It uh, when Rin starts to show, spend time with his childhood friend, the other childhood friend, mm-hmm. uh, Shiguri Asa, the green-haired girl who uh, he's more like an older sister to to them all, and starts hanging out with her because he holds feelings for her. Starts. To develop feelings for her, she starts to feel neglected, and that starts. Uh, I don't mean when she says she. I'm talking about Kaida, and it starts to manifest in the subtlest of ways. At first, she's like, oh, "Okay," and later on, when he's gone for longer periods of time, mm-hmm. she's slowly losing her mind. She's stirring pots, you know, cooking pots of food 
but there's no food in there. She's just staring it. I have to prepare the food for Rin to come home. And she's just staring an empty pot. And then when Rin finally comes home and Asa is there, she loses her freaking mind. She goes ballistic. She's, you know, she's yelling, don't come. Why are you here? You should leave. You should leave. Don't interfere with us. Rin is mine. He, uh, he, or, uh, this is our life. Stop interfering with you. You should just go die. Just go die. And she says that all of those things, not realizing one, Rin absolutely loves Asa. Two, Asa is actually terminally ill and she is dying. <laughs> and three, that her violent tendencies were close to manifesting. And then we get a flashback into why she was that crazy. Why she totally lost her shit at that moment. Apparently, when they were kids, uh, Rin's parents and Kaida's parents were friends. And at one point, Kaida got deathly ill. So Kaida's mom, and I believe Rin's mom as well, uh -huh. uh, were, were coming home. Uh, we're coming home early to visit Kaide because Kaide was really not doing so well and they wanted to be with their daughter. But they uh -huh. died in a, in a car accident. Uh -huh. It was a car accident or a plane accident. But, but it was an accident. They both died. It was bad. And the only way that uh, they could get Kaide to wake up because she was comatose. You know, she was, she was, uh, her eyes were open, but she was dead to the world. Mm hmm. The only way that they that uh, Rin could think of to uh, bring her back to life was to tell her that it was his fault they died. His that they wait, his yeah. fault. Her fault. His fault. His fault. He he told her that they came home early for him. It was because of him that they came home early, and mm. they ended up in an accident. That woke her up from her coma, and it, she woke up in a deep, seated, unyielding rage. She hated him so much for the death of her mom that she was the most horrible human being you could, ima you could imagine. She would break his things. She would make his life miserable in every way possible. The violence. He would be climbing up the stairs and she'd drop a box cutter on his head, slashing his face open. She would, she would do all of she, she He would have this model project that he was working on a boat you know those you know people like to build boats or hobby <laughs> yeah and she'd smash it to pieces just because she hated him so much in public they, you know they would be casual acquaintances but in private oh she hated his guts don't talk to me don't breathe my air just go die that sort of thing she hated him so much she hated 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 but one day in the process of breaking his boat she finds the postcard from her mom telling her that because she was sick, she was coming home early to get to be with her daughter. Mm -hmm. And Rin, realizing this, finds it and grabs it and pulls it away from her and says, don't read it, don't read it. But she has read it. And when she realizes that the whole time that the reason why they died was not because of Rin, it was because of her, because she got deathly ill, that they wanted to come home for her, that all of it happened because of her. And she did all those things to him for all those years made his life a living hell. The guilt was unbelievably overwhelming. She, lo she lost her mind again, but she couldn't hurt him. She couldn't even look at him for, for how ashamed she was. She ran out, Rin chased after her, and she nearly got hit by a truck. 
in the process, but Rune saved her. And the only thing she could do by being saved again, because that's the second time Rune saved her, was apologize over and over and over and over and over and over and over. She just kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, over and over. And since then, she's dedicated her life to making Rins better as a way of making amends for all the horrible things she's done. And in the process, she did fall in love with him because mm -hmm. despite everything she did, he was the kindest human being she knew. But it was, it was, it stemmed from guilt. Her, her devotion, her waifuness came from that when she really wasn't a waifu to begin with. She became one. But oh. there were so many layers underlying that led to that moment. That's what I mean that uh, there's so many that it's deep. Being a yandere is a deep thing. Is it's not you're not just simply crazy. Something sets you oh. off to become crazy. So, in the case of shuffle, the example there is the one of the one of the key factors there is Suchimi Rin, without which. She would still be in a coma, without which she would be dead. Uh, in the case of school days, Makoto Ito, without which Sekai would not have been in love enough to go crazy, and neither would have Kotonoha. Uh, in the case of Higurashi no Nakokoroni, it was Keiichi dealing with the Oyashirasama curse, contesting with what he knew to be his relationship with his friends. So too, with Ryugurina and her relationship with Keiichi, where she really liked him, but she didn't want him to learn the truth of what happened there. So, it's it, it's it's insane, man. It's, it, it's uh, really crazy. So it's either they have a traumatizing past. That there's a there's a factor. The, in in it, those cases, the factor that caused that was the men. It was the was well, in Shuffle, it was it was a guy. Her, no, no. In, sh in Shuffle, what caused the Yandere was the death of her mom mm -hmm. and Rin telling her that mm -hmm. it was his fault. Mm -hmm. In Higurashi, it was the curse. In school days, it was Makoto sex <laughs> oversexed <laughs> mentality. <laughs> um, in Mirai Nikki, it was Gasayuno's obsession for Yuki. Mm -hmm. It was Yuki himself, the factor. But there are other Yanderes, and many of their triggers, you'll see many stories of uh, even real-world stories, if I may put it that way. Yeah, I think we should talk about that later. Once we are done with the most known Yanderes that we, uh, yeah. that we have. I know. I just want to say that Yanderism is not limited to 2D. Again, it was covered in Western stories, but it does happen in real life. Well. Someone could become so in love and so obsessed with the person that at the first hint of betrayal, they can get violent. Now, I'm going to talk about the opposite side of the Yandere. The recipient of the Yandere. Recipient? Huh. The victim. Oh, right. Le let's begin with the romantic, uh, the, the object of the affections of a Yandere. Um, mm -hmm. I will go generic here. Most of the Yandere stories I've read so far, in the, you know, those individual stories, mm -hmm. are of a woman obsessed with a man, and to, it gets to the point that she ends up kidnapping the man, tying him up somewhere, just so they could be together forever. 
It's not what Yuno did to Yuki. Technically, yes, yes. I mean, that's one of the that's one of the origins of the tropes. Um, but these those are the common factors in these tropes. It's just that in these stories, the the traumatic factor is that the uh, most of these stories have that the character was she's probably an introvert. She's had a bad she's bad home life. She has a childhood trauma of some sort, and she finds that the person that they find themselves in love with is the only one that can save them from themselves. And if that person just so happened to be uh, unwilling, they become the recipient of violence or abduction or witnesses to violence. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give example one. Woman has had a bad past, you know, bad family life, bad childhood, finds a man nice to her. This is, a, I'm not, I'm, this is, I'm not making this up. There was, this was from a, a story, a comic that I read. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy was nice to her. I don't know. She was, he was just being kind. And immediately she latches onto the idea of the guy that, oh, he's such a kind man. Someone's deserving of so much love. I love this man. She becomes so obsessed with the guy to the point she starts to stalk him. She starts to study, find, investigate him, learn everything about his childhood, his best friends, his blood type, his medical records, oh rummaging through his garbage. Oh. Everything, you know, everything until she knows everything she can about him. Until she realizes, oh wow, the man has a boyfriend. Or rather, the man has a girlfriend. Boyfriend, girlfriend. There are stories where that's the case. <laughs> where the Yandere girl actually finds out that the man has a boyfriend. But she ended up killing them both. Sadly, Ooh. yeah, no, that was that was one of those weirder stories. Okay, in this in this one that I read, the same trope. She abducts the guy, and said, and the guy doesn't recognize her because she only said hi and was nice once. But the girl says that we were meant to be together. Don't you remember that time we met once three years ago? I never forgot. And then she started, but there's so many things that get in the way. Your schedule, your work. Well, now that we're together, you no longer have to work. You can stay here with me forever. Mm. And then, oh, are you thinking about your girlfriend? Oh, don't worry, she's there. And then you see her dissected body parts on the table. Like, <laughs> yeah, she went that far. <laughs> oh. <laughs> these are the story. These are the, the, the these are the story tropes of Yandere. Okay. Oh, oh, eh. <laughs> I will be fair. There are good, wholesome. Yanderes. Yeah, let's talk about those. Let's talk about those. <laughs> <laughs> because as far as um, our audience have seen, I'm just here cr- <laughs> cringing. <laughs> PM is my victim tonight. Oh my god. Uh, I'm the, it's I'm not the, Halloween. I'm the victim um, here. I, I particularly enjoy stories with characters like these. Uh, because uh, there, what I've given you examples of our characters, our male characters, male or female characters who are abducted because, oh, Black Rock Shooter, the anime mm-hmm. by Noitamin, has a lot of yandere. Oh. Because oh, the yeah, oh, thanks, thanks for the warning. I was actually planning to watch those. No, it. it's, it's, it's utterly depressing. It's really depressing. All right. It's, uh, it's, but it's, uh, it's a break on romantic yandere because it's about f- platonic yandere. It's mm. platonic friendship. Mm. But their friendships were so strong that hints of betrayal towards one another make them violent. Mm. 
Mm. And it manifests in the Black Rock Shooter world, which is apparently the realm of their psyches. So, when their friendships start to break, uh, yandere tendencies start to appear. Like they start to hate each other intensely. And because they felt like they weren't good friends or they didn't do enough, or you could have saved me from this, you could have done this, you could have done that. Why did you do this? It, it's back to betrayal, but their loyalty towards one another is so strong that it becomes that. And I guess, in a way, they are wholesome. They become wholesome yanderes toward each other. Because they become so dedicated to each other that they become yanderes toward everyone else. Mm. Um, let's see. What is an example of a wholesome yander? Someone wasn't... Uh, wait, wait. Before I go into that, I gave examples of victims of yandereisms who were in a relationship. What about characters who aren't in a relationship? but end up in a relationship with a yandere. Let's talk about those. Uh, I know a few, but I can't think of their names right off the top of my head. Uh, if, a, if a person ends up in a relationship with a yandere, there are certain rules that need to be met. One, I hope to God you know that the, you know, that the person is a yandere. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about in the 2D sense. I'm not referring to real life, okay? I'm not giving relationship <laughs> advice. But I'm, I'm referring to the the character the characters who end up in relationship with the yandere. Mm -hmm. If you end up with a relationship with a yandere, you have to at least know that they're yandere, that they're capable of that. Secondly, you have to establish ground rules. Third, trust. Trust is the biggest factor mm -hmm. for a yandere. If you leave them enough room to distrust you, then their machinations can be used against you. I will now cite an example, uh, Kyosuke from Oreimo. Oreimo. Oreino Emoto. So, Kirino, the, the, the other main character's best friend, is Ayase. Now, she's also a, super also a model like Kirino. And at first, she's the nice, sweet, wholesome girl. Turns out she's a Yan. She, she's a super Yan with super violent tendencies. She would clearly dismember you or different parts of you if you made her angry. She's capable of it. She's capable but, of it, but at least she didn't do it. Mm. No, that's, that's where the intelligence of the victim of the Yanderism comes into play. Kyosuke is not a dumbass. When he started to see that Ayase had those tendencies, mm -hmm. he knew the only way to get past Ayase's yandereisms is to be honest with her. And his honesty was so blatant that it was actually creepy. It, it turns off her yandereism. In the beginning, she was freaked out by him, but as things got along, because he was helping her learn to accept his because she was the best friend of the sister uh -huh. but when he when she found out that her sister was an otaku she couldn't come to terms with it but kyosuke helped her come to terms with accepting her best friend for who she was uh -huh. so that they didn't have any conflict so that they could stay best friends because ayase is a yandere for her best friend uh -huh. at the same time a yandere for the brother of her best friend oh. so when because kyosuke is actually a decent guy despite despite the way he was mm -hmm. and with the way he acted around everyone else was very different with how he acted around Ayase when Ayase was around he was extremely flirtatious 
and he did not hold back on his desires for her. It's what turned the Yandere isms off. But at the same time, she took that as signals. She took that as a sign that he was interested in her. And which in a way he was. He was interested in her. But there were so many women in his life that he couldn't really settle, you know, he couldn't really make a decision. He was just friends with everybody. He wasn't approaching anybody romantically until mm-hmm. one of the other characters. That's that's a different story for another time. <laughs> uh, but that's how he got along with Ayase. He was open with her. He was honest with her with how he saw her or how he desired her. And she appreciated that even though she was extremely creeped out by it. But once he started, you know, once he started to act like he cared about his sister, she get really, really yandere towards him. Like, do you have any evil intentions towards your sister? Maybe it's time you lost the part of you that makes you a man. Ooh. She, she'd go, she'd go into the modes like that. Or in the game, in the PSP game, when you're, uh, when you're chasing down her route, and she learns that you've been hanging out with other women, if you lie, she will kill you. Instant bad end. It's the bad end. But if you were honest, you told her exactly where you were. I was hanging out with this girl, with this girl. Yes. But I want you to know, I'm telling you this right now because I I had no other intent. My mm-hmm. intent was to come back straight to you. <laughs> and of course, she'd be super flattered and surprised with all the honesty. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. When you're doing dealing with a yandere in a romantic sense, you have to be absolutely honest. You, ha- you have to establish the ground rule uh, of how that honesty works is if you leave a yandere to wonder what you're up to, wonder to doubt who you are or what your intents are, then you're you're not gonna get anywhere. Then uh, you may end up the victim of the girl you like. But if you were devoted enough to be honest, like if you're in a relationship, I'm using, I'm thinking from the 2D perspective of a character in a yandere relationship. If I was in a, in a relationship with a yonder girl who I know is loyal and devoted, passionately in love, but at the same time would probably skin a cat if I looked at it more affectionately than I did her, she would. She would do that. She would skin a cat if she felt that I loved it more than her. So you establish ground rules with the level of trust that you've built in a relationship. This, uh, these are the things I do. These are the people I interact with. Don't be jealous of them, as I will, you know, because I will always come back to you. These are you have to be clear. You have to be direct with the yonder. You cannot hide. If you want to know where I am at any given moment, I will turn on the GPS for you. If you want to know who I'm talking to at any given moment, I will let you talk to whoever it is I have next to me or on the phone. You can track me. You can uh, you can do whatever you want. I will always be forthright. If you leave them enough room. To not doubt you, it'll get to a point wherein, no, you know what? You don't have to do that because I trust you. Mm. And I believe that you will be loyal. Mm-hmm. But if you leave them room to doubt, they will. you'll come home one day and say, where were you this afternoon? Oh. Wow. So basically, Yanderis are a marriage wife without the marriage. Uh, yes. And no. <laughs> And no. Again, it's not a wife. It can be a man. It can be a man. Uh-huh. A yandere, a yandere man in a relationship with either another man or a woman mm-hmm. is in much the same way the same thing. Mm-hmm. In fact, for in most situations, it could be it, 
it's equally as scary. We, we've, you know, those uh, evil boyfriends TV shows yeah. and movies. Mm-hmm. Those are yandere men. Oh. Like, like uh, I forgot. Uh, was it Boy Next Door? No, 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 no. So um, if wait, wait, wait. So basically, Scott's uh, versus the world is basically Scott versus a couple of yandere guys. Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, Scotty Pilgrim. Well, uh, or am I yes, just, or am I just mixing it that's, up? That's 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 a stretch because those guys wouldn't count as yanderes. They're they're like bosses mm-hmm. more than yanderes. Because a yandere is not gonna stop. You know who the yandere was in Scott Pilgrim? Knives. Knives. Knives was the yandere. Mm. Knives was obsessed with Scott. Knives was so obsessed that Scott was in love with Ramona that she cut her hair and dyed it exactly like Ramona's. Ooh. That she was copying her mannerisms and doing what she was doing just so Scott would look at her. She was the Yandere. <laughs> and I noticed that the moment I watched the movie. But apparently, the other people who knew what the Yandere was did not see it. Oh. And, but. She was not at the point of Yandere that she was going to kill Ramona, but you could tell it was building up to that. But she when she Scott, was at, but she was at that point. She was growing into that point. She was already in the borderline psychosis with obsession mm-hmm. part of it. Mm-hmm. Because Scott broke up with her. And honestly, she never de- she never deserved any of the bad treatment she got throughout that movie. Mm-hmm. She was a good girl. She was a good character. She was loyal. I that's why uh Scott Pilgrim, I choose the Knives ending over the Ramona ending. She deserved it. Although Scott Pilgrim is a dick. <laughs> um, and this is the, again, this is the romantic sense of a yandere. You know? Um, knives is a wholesome yandere. She is exactly what counts as a wholesome yandere. Uh-huh. Um, let me grab a few names wholesome yanderes give me just a second here i have a list so i have a you, have, have, you a, have a list of wholesome yanderes i have a list of a lot of yanderes Ooh. i told you i did come up with character sheets <laughs> um let's see the characters of doki doki literature cub do count ah. to a degree but only to a degree because that proceeds to you know, so that proceeds to get bad, to turn bad along the way. So who, so who is the most prominent Yandere for you there? I love Monica. Absolutely love Monica. Oh. I, I mean, you could tell, as one who is a purveyor of Yanderes, I could tell exactly what was going on. When, you, when Monica would speak, when she'd offer to go with me to pick up supplies, mm-hmm. and then... Sayori would get in the way. No, no, that's fine. You know, she just wanted to be with me, but she couldn't find the words to express herself. Well, that's why she, I'm gonna. Well, Monica tends to be uh, shows tends to show that she's the perfect girl. So... Well, she she has a reputation, you know. She's trying yeah. to live up to a to an image, and at the same time, she thinks that's what the character likes. Um. Uh, Again, that's but the obsession the, kicking in. But the things that Monica did may be unforgivable in a sense, but uh, much like what we are, we've talked about a while ago, she did it 
uh, for the main character. Yeah, to the point that she didn't really, you know, there was no uh, limiter to what was going on there. Mm -hmm. I will give you another. I'll give you another wholesome yandere, but this might be crossing the line a bit. Ai Hinatsuru Ai from not... Ryu no Oshigoto. I don't know. The... You, you, you Google it. You'll see. I gave me. I gave me the spelling of the name. Ryuo. That's R Y U U O U. R Y. U U. U U. Yeah. N O. N O. That's a. That's space N O. Space Oshigoto. Ryu. No. Ah, no Oshigoto. Okay. Yes. Found it. And then look up I Hinatsu. Ah. Okay. I. Yeah. Yeah, she's a wholesome yandere. Yep. She's a wholesome yandere. Because we haven't seen her violent tendencies manifest. No, yet. she... Well, she... She's obsessed with her sensei, in a sense, because she doesn't want anyone to... Get uh, in the way. Get in the way to be... To be the only student. Uh, well, among other things. Among other things. Uh, <laughs> let's give another example of a yandere. Um, oh. Shimoneta, ah, Anna sure. Nishikonomiya. The Anna, Miss Love, uh, Love Juices, Love Juice or Love Nectar? I think Love Nectar. Actually. Love Nectar. Love Nectar. All right, now this is a unique case because Anna is a is part is in the trope of the romantic yandere, but beyond levels of comprehension because her obsession is twisted beyond belief. Well. She's crazy. She's she's literally batshit nuts. Well, but you understand why? Annie, she's depraved. Anna was was um was thought uh, uh was thought by her parents to be the prefer wholesome, wholesome and reserved reserved perfect girl. Right. Uh, so not, and she didn't know any of the degeneracies of normal life. Yep. When she got a taste of that. The accidental it, kiss. Yep, it awoke something in her that turned her into the worst form of degenerate you could think of, <laughs> which just happened to be a yandere. Her obsession with Okuma, the main character in this series, was so blatantly intense that she is borderline... Um, she's a sexual predator in the worst form. Yep. And, and, and she, she would really go that far. She is capable of going that far, and she's almost gone that far. Almost, I think. Oh. In the, I think at at the end of the anime, um, she just uh, she was just in the background. So she didn't actually do much. But in the OVA, in have you seen the OVA? They know, surprisingly. All right. So here's the thing. Um, there's actually they're actually searching for something. Uh, because the main character was uh, given by his father uh, something his father left him um, I'm not um, what do you call the one with the twist uh, a key let's uh, let's go with that a wheel to open something okay and, and then you mean when, a cog or something yeah in a cog uh, but when they were in what do you call the what what when you ride something up a slope? What were they called? Uh, a car. Uh, up, go. What do you ride the? Uh, what do you ride when you're going up a mountain? Uh, cable cart. 
Okay, cable car, yeah. A cable car. Anna uh, was hanging at the door. Because... Oh, God, they, I think I can picture it. Because... They, uh, because the main character, uh, the main characters didn't tell Anna that they were going up the mountain. And then when she fell out that car, uh, of the cable car, you know what happened next? She landed on her feet? No, 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 no. She was spraying love nectar. While oh, going she... down. While, while falling down. Okay, I can imagine. She's taking a piss. Okay, that's no, why. No. Let's <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Okay, okay. We're we talking about the psychology here, not, we, not the, gratuit, the gratuitous act. Yeah, we, actually, de yeah, actually. we definitely earned that explicit. Uh, yeah, yeah, for today. Yeah. Um, one of our listeners, Karen, mentioned that I that I had my own yandere. Her name is also named. Sure, you know her name is also Lucy. Mm -hmm. She's not a person though. She's a box cutter. Mm. I have a box cutter named Lucy, and I've had her for years. Wait, is that, box, is that box cutter stalking you something? No, I have her with me all the time. I, it's a sense of comfort. Mm -hmm. Knowing that I have this box cutter, mm -hmm. I feel strong and safe that Lucy will always be there whenever uh. I need her the most. <laughs> and I've used up some of her blades. She's got a few left. Mm -hmm. And she is a little rusty, but ju that just means that the damage she will do to anyone who doesn't like her is worse. And I am of the personal belief that she is alive. This box cutter. So, if you were to anyone, use her so and she didn't uh, like you, hmm. you would end up getting cut. So anyone that you uh, that uses her will get. Who she doesn't like. Who doesn't gets like, injured. Will get injured. But you, if you use if you use her, it's normal. Not Nothing necessarily. Happened. Not happened. Been punished a few times before. Uh -huh. But mostly, you know, little pricks. She's never really slashed me open because I've always apologized. <laughs> Lucy's good to me. Lucy is good to me. I and I always keep her around. I think you need to apologize to Lucy if <laughs> if you use another box cutter. Uh she knows I do use other box cutters with and that's no fault of hers. But even if that's the case, she's never going away. I'm hanging <laughs> on to her. You know what? Maybe the fact is it's not the the, the box cutter that's a yandere, maybe it's me. Yeah, maybe it's you. I mean, if I were to uh, think about myself under the context of what makes up a yandere psychology, I would say I am a yandere in a strange way. I have this weird way of being obsessed with the things that I like or with the people I work with mm -hmm. that uh, they must, and that I must be within a certain, without saying too much, mm -hmm. that there's a certain limit of things that must be met. A certain uh, <laughs> quota for for things to be good, so to speak. And if that's not met, I, I tend to lose my head. And it applies to family too. Um, there are times when I get really upset over things that family does or doesn't do, mm -hmm. and that and it manifests in really manic, manic psychotic ways. But I try to undo what it is I do when I realize I've done it. Sometimes, though, the damage is permanent, and I just try to bury the evidence. Oh, so. <laughs> that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Yeah, but I've never, I haven't done anything super violent in a long time. Thank you very much. <laughs> therapy has worked. Anger management therapy has worked greatly. And I found my faith in religion. Oh. 
But I'm not. It, I'm not. But, I'm not saying what religion though. Just, yeah, <laughs> I, I know what you're. I know what religion you're, what you're talking about. So I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but here's a. But here's what I'm going to say. I am agnostic, so uh, things do tend for me to go over my head when it comes to some religion. Mm-hmm. But, on the on the subject of the yonderism though. Um, I think it's also why I relate or understand why a Yandere character is the way they are. Because mm-hmm. in some strange way, I understand what it is when a Yandere is driven mad. When something doesn't meet. That's why I, that's why I enjoy the story so much. <laughs> and, and why I hope that there someday I get to read a story, a happy story where a Yandere actually gets her uh-huh. good ending that's a happy ending yeah i mean do you remember that comic that was on facebook where in uh yandere girl confesses to boy mm-hmm. and he says to and he says yes to everything mm. like I, I he agrees to... uh, like, she says uh we're in a relationship now you can never leave that's okay i love you too and then says i took the keys uh to your apartment i can now enter your house Anytime I wanted. Oh, didn't I do that before? Here, sure. Make, just make sure. Then I'm gonna make you have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have all your children, and then you will have to get married to me. You have no choice. Yes, I want kids too. And then she and she comes to realization. What? <laughs> like all her obsession was like he was in agreement with it the whole time. Well, the character, the the guy is basically a yes man. So well, either that or he was a yandere for her too. Okay. Yeah. It, it, I mean, there's so many, so many ways a yandere can be saved, and there's so, so many, many ways a yandere can be damned. But, I, le- but I, let's I, not, but let's not, uh, the yandere that da- uh, give us a kind of damn that will <clears throat> end our lives, end our lives, or we lose a limb. So. I, let's I, I let's like, make I, sure we never end up in the res- on the receiving end of yandere psychosis. Bottom line, right there. Because I like my uh, because I like my limbs. Yeah. Oh, I, I like being alive. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, before we end this uh, podcast, uh, this episode, we need to talk about the real life uh, incident uh, about. We're, the, about. I didn't read too much into it. I'll be honest. I'm. I'm. I'm I did, but I'm saying that. Because I don't have the police report. But I'll tell you what I know. There have been one or two incidents in the last couple of years where a man was stabbed nearly to death by either his wife or girlfriend because she discovered that he was talking to other women. Now, she became insanely jealous to the point of insanity that the evidence that they found of her, that she had written his name so many times in a notebook, in horrifying ways, over and over and over and over, like a crazy person, mm-hmm. because of her obsession, and that when she when she found out that he was uh, talking to other women, she pretty much almost stabbed him to death. I don't know if the guy was is still alive. What I read in the article at the time is that he was in critical condition. I think um, he's still alive, and so far, what I've uh, in regards to what he's doing right now, I think he's still. A playboy. Ah, oh, well. You don't break the heart of a yandere. 
they will a younger person will be loyal. The real wife ones. I hope we never have to deal with such things because it is scary and we don't have this. I don't think I have the strength of heart for that. But well, I, well, there, there's one thing I do. I do wish for the girl to have a healthy, uh, a healthy lifestyle as of now, because what she did back then, though, uh, she did it in spite. I think she just meant it that in a way that she really, really loves the guy, and she, but. She, much like all of the characters that we have talked about, she will do everything for him. So, but again, we, there's a fine line between the, yeah. uh, the obsession and the act and love. Sometimes love becomes obsession. And sometimes obsession, love becomes psychosis. Uh, psychosis. And sometimes obsession so, becomes love in in, it, a it's, it's, in a better way, in a better in a good way. Not it. It all depends. There's yeah. so many factors. There's so many psych. Psychosis, but we're not talking about the real world people. And we uh, we were discussing anime characters, mm. so I'm not gonna cross the line into presuming the psychology of a human person, of a real person. Yeah, because just yeah. characters. <laughs> because if we're going to talk about the real people, real that's people. a whole can of worms that I yes. don't want to touch. And we will need, uh, so uh, we will need a psychiatrist for us to be able to talk about in a more fashionable detail. And with how uh, with our small podcast i think we won't be able, we won't be doing that in a quite a long time even though mm. yes we are honest we're ha we are doing this for our own, own honesty but sometimes honesty has a borderline as well oh yeah absolutely there's a fine fine line for losing your mind <laughs> i made that up just now <laughs> nice <sighs> yeah. all right but well, uh, I guess that covers a bit of discussion of Yandere. It's a broader topic. There's so much more we could talk yeah, there, about. There's actually, I, more, I would... there's actually more to it than what we have. Um, we have what we have currently talked about. Uh, what we're, cur we're currently talked about. May I? Uh, may I announce one thing? I uh, we are looking for a third guest in our show. Yes, I, we mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. uh, someone who could give us input and join us in our talks uh if uh, you have ideas you'd like to share or join us in our discussions please feel free to let us know yeah uh you can pm pm <laughs> pm 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 or PM. <laughs> you can uh you can pm 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 <laughs> so he can pm pm me <laughs> well you know so that you know things get on board but that's if you want to share some topics. We can talk about anything under the sun. That's why it's called Honest Impressions. Otherwise, you'd have to deal with my ravings and PM's <laughs> ravings a lot of the time the show is on. And I'm sure you don't want to endure that too much. Yep. And a third guest will be lovely. Because yep. Heisenberg has been busy for quite a while now. And we really can't, uh, we really can't disturb him in regards to anything that he's been do, uh, currently or is doing. It's life. Yeah, well, we all got our own work to do. Yeah. It just so happens that I actually do have a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but here we are. <laughs> but we do this. Uh, but we do this at our own pace, and we don't do the. Uh, we, we, I originally planned this as a, a weekly episodes, but. Real life go uh, goes first, so yeah. 
Sounds good to me. <laughs> Alright, so a little bit of disclaimer. All of the things that we have talked about are not are our our own opinion. We don't have any professional uh we don't have any professionals in this in this episode, so Neither of us are uh, are, creden- are licensed or based psychologists yes. or credentials. Yes. What we were talking about is within the context of anime, manga, video games. We did cite a real-world example, but please stay safe and don't be nuts. Because don't blame us if something happens to you in real Not, life. Well, well, don't use us as an example yes. for your advice either. Because we're talking about 2D characters here. You guys ain't 2D. We're, so we're as 3d as 3d can be yep and it's a sad fact uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah well that, let, let's end it at that this was a deep dark episode we were yeah. talking about yanderes and we'll uh, probably deal with these tropes in future talks about yeah. other characters when we talk about other things that involve yanderes oh. but for now anything else to add pm uh, i'm go- i'm good oh uh, well I'm, well, I'm actually good as well because, um, as far as talking goes, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just cringing all the way here. I think um, the people in the live stream will, uh, will, <clears throat> will vouch for that because, oh, man, all of the things that we, uh, all of the things that you mentioned. Uh, I'm not the. I'm not really fond of gory things. So well, sometimes just, that's just me. No, no, I, I like gore if there's um, <clears throat> you know, if there's a, sto- a part of the story to it. But if just gore being just you know gore, no, uh, no, yeah, uh, just that, that's just a big no, no for me. Uh, for if there are any listeners who are interested in sharing their stories or their opinions or their topics, reach out to PM, uh, and then PM will uh, will review it and see if we can talk and maybe even invite you on the show at some point. You can use hash- uh, you can use hashtag honest impressions if you're on Twitter or in uh, actually in Facebook as well, so that once I try searching for it, you can uh, I. <clears throat> Well, I will let you know. <laughs> uh, maybe, I, maybe I should consider making a Facebook page for this. What do you think? <laughs> you could make a page, yeah. Uh, I made a page. I won't tell you what it is, though, but I made a page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I will bring a next next episode, whenever that may be, next mm-hmm. opportunity. Uh, we'll cover Isekai again. Yes. But this time, it will either be Arifureta. Or, or jobless, jobless reincarnation. Or my personal favorite this time around. So I'm a spider, so what? Oh, I actually haven't watched that one. I bought the light novels today, all 10 volumes. Wow. Oh, wow. There's so much to talk about there because the way the anime is doing it, if you don't know the story and, and you and find out, it's are, are they loyal to the light novel? That's the beauty of it, actually. The way the anime is doing it is it's not doing it linear. If you've never read the LNs, you would be confused a bit with the pacing. Why does it switch to human perspective? Why does it switch to spider perspective? Mm-hmm. And then, when like what I did when I read the story, 
oh my god, they're doing time skip. Oh, like, that's right. The parts of the story where the main character is the spider girl is the past. The oh. parts of the story where it's about the humans in the kingdom is the present. Mm. And those those events are colliding to meet. Right now, one of the one of the main one of the major characters, mm-hmm. not main character, but one of a main one of the major factors mm-hmm. in the character development of the mm-hmm. story has been killed. And we all all we know is that he's the brother of the He's the hero, you know, he's the Yusha, the warrior, mm-hmm. the hero brother of one of the main characters. But we don't know how he died. All we know is that it's hinted that he was killed by someone from the demon army. Ooh. I read the light novels and I found out who it was. And oh. then I later realized who that one person was in the story. And then holy crap, the revelation was mind-blowing. All right, let's let's res- let's reserve that on our possible next episode, so um, <clears throat> so that we so that so that we have an anticipation on what that what may happen next. Yep, so, yep, yep, yep. We'll do. We'll so do. So our next episode will be Isekai, but all of us here, as as well as the listeners and viewers of our podcast, don't know what it is so uh stay tuned for that and i'll make an announcement once uh once we're going to uh once uh, we're okay to make a new episode of honest impressions sounds good all right and with that being said thank you guys so much for watching and listening uh <clears throat> you can uh, please leave us a uh, please leave us a like or review on how much you how much you enjoyed our podcast or how much you hate it or how much you despise <laughs> on any uh <clears throat> at any podcast platform that you're currently listening to apple podcast google podcast spotify or any and any other podcast that you're currently available be honest be honest with us we're going to be honest with you <laughs> Honest impressions, after all. Yep. Where, if you go, if you want to, uh, if you want to watch, uh, the, oh, if you want to watch it live, you can visit me. Uh, you can visit my Twitch channel, uh, Noob Titan underscore, and Crane Bang here, as he said earlier, has created his own page, but I don't want. I, but I don't I don't want to be the one who, who's going to announce it so it's depends on him if he wants to plug it in or not so bang bang you still there a what if, do you want to plug do you want to plug in your page oh no no that's fine that's fine I have multiple names as they said history has always said that I've had too many names <laughs> so I'm gonna keep to the one for now all right all right so thank you guys for watching and we'll see you guys in the next episode bye